Man, I, uh, I love this service. It's so cool. Uh, you guys can take a seat. Uh, man, so powerful to just hear stories of God's faithfulness in other people's lives. Um, so who's ready for a 45-minute sermon? Ready to go? Give me about 10 minutes, about 10 minutes. Um, hey, this idea of like kind of thankfulness and gratefulness through the decades has been really neat. I wanted to share with you guys a story from the 90s. Um, if you've been at a newcomer's lunch or at high school ministry, I apologize because you've probably heard this story before. Um, but back in 1990, I was five years old, went over to my neighbor's house, and we went into the garage and grabbed his dad's hunter's knife off of the wall. Went into his play fort, and uh, we're doing whatever five-year-olds do with a knife. I don't know. And uh, some neighborhood kids came and, and locked us in somehow. And uh, I remember I, was, uh, I had the knife, and I was just cutting at the door. Not going to be good. And it slides through and comes up, and it sticks me in the eye, my right eye. And uh, true story. And uh, I remember, I don't, I don't know why, but I remember seeing red. I don't know if it was blood. I don't know what. But I remember seeing red. My neighborhood friend he kicked the door open. We climbed down the stairs. I walked home. And uh, that's kind of like, that walk is kind of like the last memory that I have. Uh, but my parents fill in the gaps. They took me to the hospital, rushed to the hospital. And I was pronounced legally blind in my right eye. Uh, they were going to do surgery to remove my right lens. Uh, of my eye, and I'd be blind to this day. And uh, my parents said, wait, we want to pray. So they, uh, they got it on the prayer chain to the church, praying all through the night. And the next day, I had a little bit of sight uh, in my right eye. And uh, sure enough, over the next days, weeks, months, uh, I had to wear a patch. Those were my pirate years. Uh, I had to wear a patch on my left eye. And uh, sure enough, my right eye got all the way back up to 20-20 vision. Um, crazy, absolute, absolute miracle. No other explanation other than just God's faithfulness and protection of little dumb five-year-old Josh uh, so that I can still use both eyes today. Absolutely crazy. Um, my eyes have since deteriorated. I'm getting old. I actually have a vision appointment on Wednesday and I'm going to bite the bullet and, and start with contacts and glasses. But I've never worn contacts or glasses. Still, I'm 33 years old. Pretty crazy. Uh, a couple of weird things that came out of that is uh, the first is that my right pupil does not change size to adjust for light. So if you ever see me walk outside and you see my right eye squinting a little bit, it's because that pupil won't change size. Um, so sometimes you'll look at me and they'll be completely different sizes. My pupil's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, you can look in my eyes if you want, but just don't like, yeah, come up. Uh, <laughs> The other weird thing is there's actually a tiny, tiny, tiny shard of the knife lodged in my eye. True story. So whenever I go to the eye doctor, like you wouldn't be able to see it. I don't know it's there. I can't notice it's there. But whenever I go to the eye doctor, they shine like the, the light in there. They see the reflection back off the knife. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Just like God's complete 100% provision and faithfulness and protection over my eyesight is just crazy. Um, so powerful to remember God's faithfulness. So powerful to tell stories of God's faithfulness. Um, as I was preparing and just kind of thinking through like what to share just briefly this morning, uh, I was thinking, man, it's kind of rough timing with the events of the last couple weeks with the shooting and with the fires uh, to come into Thanksgiving. Uh, it's kind of rough. And I don't know if it was the Lord like smacking me or if it was just like uh, a change of perspective, but I genuinely think this is probably the best time 
that Thousand Oaks could have Thanksgiving. I really do. There's just something about um, choosing to be grateful in the wake of just crap. Uh, there's just, there's something to choosing to be grateful, getting on our knees and being uh, grateful before Almighty God that changes our hearts. Uh, Lindsay and I, as we've kind of been on this journey, uh, just trying to get pregnant and um, yeah, it's been crazy. Some of the most amazing like prayer times and some of the most amazing times that I've seen like heart change is when we've just been on our knees before the Lord and just hearing my wife like be genuinely thankful for things uh, and just like gratitude for what God's doing in our lives and in our family and in our home. Uh, those have just been some of the most amazing times of just, and God's used that to like change our hearts. Um, and I just think there's healing in being grateful during times that aren't necessarily e easy. So I don't know what the last few weeks have looked like for you, um, but man, even just starting out, how amazing it is to just spend time to remember God's faithfulness um, because he's worthy uh, of our praise and he's worthy of us remembering the things that he's done. Well, I wanted to dive into a section of scripture. We're going to go back into the Old Testament. Back then, uh, they would create these monuments or these memorials so that they would remember the things that God has done. So if you guys would flip with me to the book of the Bible that has the best name, chapter 4. Joshua chapter 4. Joshua chapter 4. Open up there, and as you guys are flipping there, I'm going to share a little bit of the context of what's going on. Okay, so God had delivered the people of Israel out of Egyptian slavery. They had to wander around in the wilderness for about 40 years. All this time, Moses was their leader. Moses dies, and Joshua is about to take over and lead the people of Israel into the promised land, across the Jordan River, into the land that they're about to take over. Okay? Uh, there's one problem. The Jordan River was at flood stage. So when I was in Israel, got a chance to take a video of the Jordan River at flood stage. Check it out. Pretty crazy, right? That's, I think that's about good. Pretty crazy. So... Uh, I didn't take that video. I just found it on the internet. Uh, but it was more powerful when you thought that I took it, right? Um, so just a YouTube video, the Jordan River at flood stage, though. Pretty crazy, right? So how are you going to get across that? So God's plan, as he says, you guys are going to take the Ark of the Covenant. Ark of the Covenant, the thing that signifies, that symbolizes God's presence with the people. March it out into the river. Just start marching out. And as the men do, the water stops before it gets to them. And so they march out with the Ark of the Covenant. They stand in the middle of the Jordan River and the entire river stops. Can you imagine that river coming to a stop? Crazy. It's not like it trickled out. He just stopped the waters. All the waters just came up, piled up right there to a stop. All of Israel walks across on dry land. The Ark of the Covenant comes out and then God tells Joshua, Joshua, you guys are going to build a memorial so that you'll remember what I did here today. So if you would pick up with me in Joshua chapter 4, verse 4. Then Joshua called the 12 men from the people of Israel, whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan and take up each of you a stone upon his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel that this may be a sign among you 
When your children ask in time to come, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. So God has 12 men. Joshua has 12 men go into the middle of the river, pick up a giant stone, bring it over, and they build a memorial so that they'll remember what God did. It is so important for us to take times like this, so important for us to take times regularly to remember what God has done. I would suggest that by remembering what God has done in the past, that absolutely helps us be more grateful in the present. Remembering what God's done in the past absolutely helps us be more grateful in the present. Um, if you notice, here for Israel, this is not just a good idea, a good suggestion. It's not just like Joshua's idea. This is God's commandment. God commands the people of Israel to make this memorial so that they'll remember. He realizes something about human beings. We are prone to forgetting. I don't know what it is about us, but we are prone to forgetting. So God commands them to build this memorial. As I was kind of just thinking about this for us, like what does this look like for us? Should we be building like towers right outside our house like every week? I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I had this idea. We celebrate national holidays. We celebrate birthdays. We celebrate anniversaries. And those are like awesome things. They're things that we should remember. What if we had family holidays? What if we had like Antioho family holidays? It's been neat as Lindsay and I have kind of been just like processing through this and chatting through this. Like, man, how can we remember consistently the amazing things that God has done? What if we had Antioho family, mem uh, family holidays? Uh, and so it's been neat kind of like processing through and talking through a couple of like dates um, and even just adding one this past month, like November 9th, 2018. The fires got that close to our house, but God protected our house. Like, uh, just amazing for years to come to be able to look back on November 9th and be like, man, do you remember what God did this day? Um, I just think that that would be a super, like, just a cool experience. You don't have to do that. Just an idea that came to my mind. Um, but man, what an amazing way to just remember God's faithfulness. And I don't know, as I've been thinking through, I don't think you can have too many of these days. Like, I don't think you can have like, oh man, I don't want to remember all these things. Like, I, I don't know. As I've just been processing through, I'm excited to see uh, how God's going to use that in our family in the future. Because man, for like, when we do have kids, like the idea that we get to tell them like, God did this, like he did it. It was God. He saved us. He did this. Um, and then growing up, them being able to every year have that Antioho like family holiday, I just think it's going to be powerful. Um, so take it or leave it. I don't care. Um, just an idea. Uh, important to remember what God's done in the past because it'll help us be grateful now and it'll help us to trust him in the future. It's important to remember what God's done in the past because it'll help us to trust him in the future. Uh, I saw this illustration, and I'm just completely stealing it. I'm completely ripping it off. Um, uh, has anybody heard of Where's Waldo? Anybody enjoy a good Where's Waldo? Well, I have a Where's Waldo for us today. Uh, if you guys could throw that up on the screen. Yeah, there's no way you're going to figure it out from out there. Don't even try. I mean, you can try. Go ahead, try. Uh, I think somebody needs to, to figure out where Waldo is. And I think it needs to be my brother-in-law, Matt. Matt, would you come on up? I have a special Where's Waldo finding shirt for you to wear. <laughs> if you could just throw that bad boy on, that would be great. Yeah. 
You're going to look great. Don't worry, I've got the complete ensemble too, so we're good. We struggling a little bit? Okay. So clothes are hard. So uh, we're going to get you all suited up. And where's Waldo? And I would just like for you to go and find Waldo for me. I'm not going to give you much time, so hopefully you're, hopefully you're good. You look like you're in prison. That's good. Yeah? Little ones are liking this. This is good. All right, Matt, go find Waldo. Go find... <laughs> Matt, where is Waldo? What? Sure enough. That's... That's amazing. How, that's incredible. Matt, have you seen Waldo before? Have you, have you seen this exact Where's Waldo before? Yeah. All right, go, go sit down. If you've seen Waldo before, you don't get distracted by the craziness, by the crowd. If you've seen God's faithfulness before in your life, you don't get distracted by the craziness. You don't get distracted by the crowd. You don't get distracted by the noise. If you've seen God's faithfulness before, you know that he'll be faithful again. The Israelites, they had a crazy thing coming ahead. They were just about to cross over into the promised land. There was about to be a lot of hostility. There was about to be battles. Things were about to get tough. They were going to need to trust in the Lord. The Lord had them remember. He had them build the memorial so that they wouldn't forget. Can you imagine, like, how would the Israelites forget God stopping the river? But yet he knew that they were, they were prone to. In our lives, it's so important for us to remember the amazing thing that God's done in the past so that when the craziness comes in the future, we'll trust him. How are you going to remember you don't have to do the, the family holiday thing. Uh, there's plenty of ways to remember. How are you going to ensure that you remember? Maybe something for you guys to think about at lunch, talk about with spouse and family, and uh, figure out ways to pass on those, those memories to the next generation. How are you going to remember? Let's pray. Dear Lord, uh, God, we just thank you. Um, we just thank you. God, you're so faithful. You're so good. It's amazing hearing the stories of your faithfulness um, all over this room. Um, God, we just thank you for the faithfulness uh, in the midst of the last few weeks. Um, God, we just thank you for who you are. Uh, we love you so much. We trust you. Um, Lord, help us to remember those things. Help us to remember those times that you've shown up in the past. We want to. Uh, we love you so much, and we pray this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Well, great is his faithfulness. Amen. Hopefully this was a refreshing time to not just hear or think about your own faith, God's faithfulness in your own life, but also hearing from stories from other people in our community. It was refreshing, I know, for myself. Maybe an exercise taking into the day. I know some of you thought, man, oh, I wish I would have had a chance to share this. What if we did exactly what Josh suggested and maybe carry this conversation into lunch and share some some of the ways that God's been faithful, his provision over the years, something maybe that comes to mind over lunch, all right? There's your exercise for the rest of the day. Otherwise, God bless you. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Thanks.